Hey guys, welcome to the Baby Sleep Magic Podcast. My name is Chantelle Murphy and today's episode I'm going to be giving you five tips on how to manage night feedings. Um, so tip number one is don't rush in too quickly. This is what I often see with um, families that I work with. They they rush in too quickly. Get to know your baby's cries because if they're doing interval interval crying, which tends to rise and descend, again, what you might be able to find, especially if it hasn't been three or four hours since their last feed, try to let them be. What might be happening is chances are they're trying to settle themselves back to sleep. And if you interrupt them, what may happen is you just may upset them even more. And it just, you know, the opportunity for them to doze back off themselves may be gone. So look, unless it has been a good three or four hours, try to stall before attending straight to them. That's tip number one. Tip number two is to keep the lights dim. Obviously, I wouldn't expect you to feed in pitch black because it's just, it can be unsafe. You need to be able to see what you're doing. You need to be able to, you know, see around you in the environment. So, but ideally don't have the TV on and don't have bright lights on. Just keep it dull, keep it dim. And that's certainly going to help try and get your little one back to sleep quicker once they have finished feeding. Tip three is to really, really reduce or non-existent uh, interaction. You really don't want to interact too much with your little one during the night feeds because what you don't want them to think that this is awake and playtime. None of this, um, you know, little voices and, you know, oh my God, I love you so much, baby. You know, you don't want to do any of that at 1am. You just want to keep it strictly business. You know, get them up, feed them, burp them if they're at that age that they still need a burp, swaddle them, wrap them back up if they need to and pop them back down for a sleep. You don't want to engage with them too much during the night because, yeah, you don't want to create too much stimulation at that time because they, unfortunately, may then think it's playtime and then want to spend the next 45 minutes, if not longer, um, wanting to play. And then it's fine. they'll find it quite difficult to try and wind down from that as well. Tip four is to make sure your little one is really, really engaged with feeding through the night. Um, what I do tend to find, especially babies are up frequently through the night, what they tend to do is they, especially breastfed babies, they latch on and after a few minutes they kind of get those butterfly sucks going and, and what that is, that's just not feeding efficiently and they're not getting a full feed so then they go back to sleep or they fall asleep on the breast, they go back in their cot or bassinet and they wake up in another hour or two and the same thing happens all night. So what you want to do when, you, when your baby wakes uh, is make sure they're really engaged with the feeding. Make sure that they're feeding well, make sure that they're latched on well, make sure they're, you know, they're, you're kind of interacting with them to a certain degree, whether you're tickling their toes or moving their mouth a little bit so they're actually productively feeding. Um, so they actually get a full feed and go to bed full and content. And hopefully, um, they should give you at least three, if not four hours, be amazing through the night in between feeds. Um, look, my last tip, especially for babies who are formula fed, so bottle fed, is to have everything prepared before your baby is due to wake up for a feed. So as an example, if you are bottle feeding, have the bottles and everything ready, whether it's in the bedroom or in the ensuite or on a shelf in the room somewhere somewhere close so you don't have to go trumping through the house and turning lights on and sterilizing bottles and pouring formula into the tub and forgetting how many scoops you did like you you want everything sorted as an example what I did when my boys were a bit older and they were on the bottle I would pre-boil a kettle so first of all I bought a second kettle and put it in the ensuite 
Um, at around six o'clock at night when they went to bed, I actually boiled it from scratch. So I knew it was already pre-boiled. Then when they wake, woke up anywhere between 10 and midnight, I had the scoops of formula already pre-scooped inside the already sterilized pre-bottle, which was already in the ensuite ready to go. So as soon as they woke up, I went into the ensuite, I pressed the um, button on the kettle and it kind of reheated it for a, a little bit. I put my hand on the kettle to kind of, kind of temperature control how hot that kettle was. Um, and it would only be on for a few seconds, to be honest. And when I could feel that it was warm enough for, for Bub, I would um, turn the kettle off, pre-pour the, the water in, which was warm water, but it was already pre-boiled from earlier. And voila, I would go straight into his room and I would feed them their bottle. And I, you, what I do recommend with night feeds, especially bubbers over the age of about four to six months, in, if they're on solids, is to try and keep their bottles, if you, if you are bottle feeding, to a minimum of about 100 to 120 mils. Because babies and toddlers are very good at controlling their own calories. And what you don't want to do is be offering them too much milk overnight. And therefore, they're not that interested in feeding or eating through the day. So there's no harm with feeding your baby overnight, even if they are on solids, because they might be waking up genuinely hungry. But you don't want to be offering them too much at night because you don't want them waking up too full in the morning or not interested in food during the day. So... Look, I hope that helps. That's my five top tips for um, night feedings. So, um, yeah, we have just launched a Baby Sleep Magic app. It's new. It only launched a week ago. We are very excited. It's it took 18 months in the planning to get where we are, and that has everything in it, everything that I just explained to you, obviously in a lot more detail, plus a whole lot more from feeding guides, sleeping guides. We've got an accredited dietitian that's done up some example menus and recipes. We have everything in there that you need for your little one, relevant from newborn to four years of age. So, um, yeah, thanks again for listening, and I will speak to you in the next podcast.